Whether it be school, sports, relationships, work, and so much more, each of us have a multitude of activities that we try and balance on a day-to-day -day basis. And amidst those activities, there's a lot of struggles and questions that may arise. Here on the Firm Foundation podcast, we offer weekly advice on how to manage these situations and do so while living for Christ. Hello, and welcome back to the Firm Foundation podcast, episode four. Thank you guys all again for joining me. Um, this week, I have not only a super special guest, um, but someone who is pretty awesome and important uh, to me in my life. And this conversation is going to center around relationships. And who better to have a conversation about relationships than the person who's in a relationship with me? So I would like to introduce my absolutely incredible girlfriend, Shaylee Cooper. Shaylee, would you like to introduce oh, yourself? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, hi, my name is Shaylee Cooper. Um, I currently am also a student at George Fox University majoring in nursing, and I am participating in cross country and track and field right now. Just a little bit about me. I was born into a Christian household, um, it's definitely centered around God in just growing in God and seeing what he can do throughout our lives. Awesome. Well, I'm super pumped that you're joining me and I know you're super busy too. So thanks for taking a little bit of time and just having a little conversation. Um, so the first question, let's jump right in. The first question is how are we to keep Christ at the center of the relationship? What are your first thoughts when you hear this question? I think my first thoughts is that, yes, God should be in the center of your relationship, like no matter what, because I feel like if you have God at the center, you will be having a firm foundation in no matter what. In any relationship you have, whether it's like romantic or just friends in general and your classes are in sports, just having the core purpose of that friendship with God at the center, I think like any relationship could really work. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I think we look at all areas of life, and obviously this is a specific question about being in a relationship, but there's no, it, you'll find, as I've found throughout my own life, that there's not a lot of substance or joy found outside of Christ in the things that we do. We'll tend to have to continue to go back to those things in order to find that same feeling of happiness or joy in order to to be happy, I guess, in a sense. Um, but when Christ is at the center, there's almost a, a certain, we've even talked about this, there's a certain peace that comes with knowing that everything is built on Christ. And there's no need to, I guess now going into more me and you, but like there's no need for me to try and impress you in any yeah. way in order to, you know, sort of make, put that relationship on a pedestal. Because having Christ at the center is it just creates like what you said like that foundation there's no need to do anything extra to earn um you know to earn the trust or care from each other um and two i'd like to preference this that we don't have all of the answers we're still figuring everything out along with everyone else in life and 
two key points with this question and for all the other questions in general is one, our identity, and this goes along with uh, keeping Christ at the center, but our identity is found solely in Christ, not in each other, not in the things that we do on a day-to-day basis, but solely in Christ. So within that, we're able to find a lot of joy and peace and happiness in each other because we're both chasing after the same thing. And two, like I had just said, we're not here to tell you how to how to run your relationship or how to live life in specific, but to offer advice on um, just being in a relationship and the joy that comes with keeping Christ at the center. So that's kind of the the premise of this conversation. Um, but going into that, how then, if we are keeping Christ at the center, how do you think we are to do that? Yeah, that's actually a really good question. I think personally, like when we think about that, we're like, oh, we have to read the Bible every second of the day. But I actually don't think it has to be that. I think through your actions, whether like Andrew will open the door for me, I think like that's just showing that he's a godly man or just doing like the small things like writing me letters or um, saying, how can I pray for you and making sure that we do put time um, to God. And also just like when we're talking about daily lives and um, I start talking about things like I shouldn't be talking about, like God, Andrew can just like guide me into the right direction compared to saying like, oh, like letting me continue to rant about people when that should not be a thing and that I should be asking myself, like, what can I do to center myself on Christ? And, like, what can I do to, like, be a nicer person to those people? And so, like, I think in the relationships that we have, it's such a huge thing that we should be making each other a better human and making each other a better, like, daughter and son of the Holy Spirit. And I just think it's such a powerful thing when you walk away from seeing each other. And not only you feel, like, happy because, like, you guys saw each other but you're also happy because God was just like definitely there and present so like when you're in your conversations I would definitely steer away from talking about things that you guys don't need to be talking about um yeah yeah I I think that's that's a big point keeping your your mind on things things that are pure and holy and the way that you speak to each other um and the way that you interact when other people are around is super important as well. Um, One of the big aspects of this too is the physical aspect, especially in, you know, that that line is blurred a lot. So keeping Christ the center, whether it be creating boundaries or having those types of conversations are super important as well. And obviously those conversations look different for each person. Um, But in all things, this is a quote that I heard from uh, a pastor Uh, when I was listening to a different podcast. But he basically said, he talked about uh, discipline within relationships. And this idea of being disciplined and being a Christ follower doesn't necessarily mean that we have to follow a set of rules. While there are rules and guidelines to being a Christ follower, just following those rules and that's it doesn't necessarily, that's not necessarily the way we are to to live as Christians. But that discipline comes when we find a sense of joy and commitment in the Lord and we'll look at our lives and we'll see those disciplines lived out and in specific here in the relationships that we have. So for me, 
I like to look at is this this quote says discipline is choosing what you want most over what you want now. So whether it be physical, emotional, whatever it may be that you're sharing with each other, always I always try to keep in the forefront of my mind like okay, am I doing now what I want most in this moment? So what do I what I want now? Or am I going to choose to be disciplined and remember what I want most in the long term? So I think that that question that specifically pertains to like physical boundaries as well. Like, hey, am I going to cross a line that we've set because, you know, that's what I want now? Mm. Um, or do I look to the future and say, no, like we've made a commitment. We, you know, we're not going to do certain things. We've set, we've put boundaries in place because we know we, what we want most in the future. So that's a, that's a good specific example for the physical, but in all areas and whether it be like what you said, the, what we, how we talk to each other, how we interact with other people. It's choosing what we want most and looking at it from an out, outside perspective over what you want in that moment. Because instant gratification isn't always going to satisfy. But being rooted in Christ and chasing after the Lord together is going gonna, gonna to be what we want most and is going to lead to the most satisfaction and joy more than anything we can find in that moment of bliss or whatever you'd like to call it but yeah would you agree what do you think on that yeah I definitely would agree and I feel like for those people who are still single today like don't settle um definitely make sure you find that godly man because they're out there sometimes it feels impossible that you can't find one but they're out there somewhere um, and just stay strong in your faith and like God will definitely provide. I think that's also to say how when you are in that single season, like making sure that you are preparing your heart and preparing like who you are with Christ because you won't be ready for a relationship. And also like I knew from like the beginning, Andrew was very godly and like I knew he was going to treat me right compared to a lot of other guys that um, I've been friends with, I knew like they weren't necessarily going to be the right person and not going to steer me towards God. And I feel like that's something that is super important that you want to look for. Yeah, I think you hit the, the nail on the head there. And it was a perfect, perfect cap to that question. All right, moving to our second question. It says, how to balance dependence in a relationship, so dependence on each other, as well as being independent? This is a tricky one. What are, you, what are your first thoughts on this? <laughs> I think this is actually a funny question because I think when I first started dating Andrew, I was like, I'm an independent woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would always say that to him. Um, but I still say I'm still very independent. I, you know, go to all my classes, still hang out with all my friends. Like, I never stopped hanging out with my friends and I never stopped giving the people that I love the most the time that they deserve. Um but also I found a balance of how school is hard um, with sports and everything that's happening. But you, at the end of the day, if it's something that you really care about and really want to cherish, then I think you'll make the time for it. Um, there's definitely going to be like, the beginning part is going to be very hard balancing. I definitely think this semester was hard for me balancing like nursing school, sports, and having Andrew, like, I was like, oh, no, like, I'm never going to find the time for it. 
but I definitely have, whether that's even 10 minutes at night just reading our Bible and just checking up with each other. Um, I just fully trust him throughout the day, knowing that, you know, he won't do anything <laughs> <laughs> like being rude to me yeah. or like, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that's awesome. Um, and I would say the same thing. I've, I've definitely, as you know, we all have different paths in life and, um, what a relationship should be is there. Yes, there is a sense of dependence there for sure. When you, you know, when you care for someone, when you love someone, you, there's gonna, you're going to share things and you're going to be, you know, especially as a man, you want to be able to care for the woman and care for her heart and for her soul and the thing that she does on a daily basis. And through that, naturally, there's going to be dependence on one another, whether it be big things or simple things. But at the same time, it's important not to lose sight of all of the other tasks that go on and all of the other friendships and um, athletics or work or whatever it may be. And like you said, we've even talked about on previous episodes, but that balance is super important. And I'll say it again, I've said it before, but continuing to be present wherever you're at is huge. And that's something I've tried to commit myself to, especially for you, is like when I'm with you, I'm going to be completely present in that moment. And that's a, it's a simple thing to do, but it shows, it shows how much you care, especially as a man. When there's amidst an age of social media where there's so much distraction and information can come flowing into your brain within seconds, being present and taking that quality time that you get, whether it be a lot or a little, and making it important and being intentional with it is super important. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think continuing to care for each other and trust each other enough to be dependent on one another, but at the same time, being apart from one another is not going to be the end of the world is super important as well. There's that, that balance again from, and I think, again, this goes back to being, keeping your relationship centered in Christ. We've even talked about this is there's that, that piece of knowing that, Hey, like I don't have to constantly be around you to know that I can trust you and be secure in our relationship because it's rooted and found in Christ and our identity isn't found in one another. So we can, we can live our life chasing after the Lord. And that's our number one goal, right? This is an analogy that I've heard several times, and I'm sure some of you have heard it before, but in life, we're chasing after Christ. And amidst that, while you're chasing after the Lord and running that race, you're eventually going to look to your left or look to your right, and you're going to see someone else doing and chasing after the Lord in that same way. And then you can eventually you keep running towards the Lord and you look over and they're still there running towards the Lord with you. And you're like, Hey, let's, let's run this race towards the Lord together. And you join hands and chase after him together. It's not one person ruling over someone else. It's not too much independence. It's not too much dependence, but in Christ, it's a sense of joy found and knowing that you're, you're both, both of you are, rooted in him can find joy in each other knowing that we're both made in his image and can chase after the Lord together. And it's a blessing to be able to do that.
Awesome. And leading into our our last question, which is not an easy one either, but we don't do easy questions here. How to lead a strong and independent woman? This is a tough question. <laughs> I'll I'll take the chair. I'll start this one off. Uh, the the most important thing for me that I've found is being able to do so in a caring and loving way. And for me, I, I view this, there's a song by Need to Breathe called Banks. And the song, the, the lyrics from the song would just speak a lot of truth to this question in specific. Then these lyrics and the chorus goes, I want to hold you close, but never hold you back, just like the banks to a river. And that speaks, for me, that speaks volumes. Like, as, as a man and as a leader in a relationship, we are to be the banks to, to you, for you. Like, you're the river and I'm the banks. And I'm not going to do anything. I want to hold you close, but I'm not going to hold you back from everything that you're doing. And I, can, I want to encourage you and care for you in all the things that you're already doing. And amidst that, be able to encourage you. And there's another another line in that song says, I want to be there when the darkness closes in to make the truth a little clearer. So amidst the struggles and the tribulations that come with life, I, I can be there to encourage and remind her of the truth that's found in Christ and, not, and do so in a, a very caring way where I don't have to take away from her independence but can be there to lead in a calming way and not prohibit her from any of the things she's already doing, but just simply to encourage her to continue to chase after the Lord. And there's a balance there as well, as it even says there's in, in scripture as well, that you know, men are the head and women are the neck. There's not, there's not one that is greater. The men steer the direction or look to where we're going and the women steer and in that, there's, there's a sense of, again, like we said before, dependence and independence. But as a man, the, you're, my job's not to prohibit her independence, but to just be there to encourage and offer support when I need, but stay out of the way when I, when I need to as well. So what, do you, <laughs> what are your thoughts as the independent woman, oh, what do you, you. think? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this is a really good question because I think, you know, before my relationship with Andrew, I was very, you know, I had a very tight relationship with myself and the Holy Spirit and God, and I was just kind of living my life. And I was definitely scared in the beginning when I was dating you just because I was like, whoa, like, me inviting Andrew into, like, my relationship with God, too. Like, it's going to be us um and I think it was actually kind of cool because I learned so much more about myself and it like really tested me in a lot of different ways and I think I definitely had like a like a wall put up in the beginning because I was just scared and I just didn't know what that was gonna look like um and also I just have so many goals in my life too that I definitely want to achieve and I think you've done really good at like letting me achieve those and like also coming like right beside me and cheering me on and like um, not holding me back from it, which has been a blessing just because, you know, you have these big life goals that you want. And like, I feel like if someone's holding you back, then maybe that's not necessarily like the right person for you. And like, Andrew's definitely like has proven himself and like has definitely like 
made sure that I'm staying consistent with my goals or like even like sometimes we're like oh we really want to hang out but he'll be like oh like you should probably be doing your homework instead and I think that's like really nice of you to steer me in the right direction and also just like praying um I think praying together is such a strong thing especially when Andrew's like oh like how can I pray for you today and like we'll pray about it like right then because if you guys are like oh how can I pray for you like most likely I feel like for myself like I will say oh I'll pray for you but then I won't end up praying for them or like I'll forget and I think it's like such a key thing to be like okay like let's pray for it like right now um and that's been really cool to do with you yeah that's I found myself in the exact same boat like I'll I'll tell someone that I'll pray for them or if we even say like I'll pray for you but we don't do it in that moment, then a lot of times, you know, the busyness of life or other things creep in. And that time in prayer with the Lord is, can sometimes dwindle as well. So, yeah, and I think continuing to lead and encourage each other in the Lord, right? And, you know, it's my, as the man, yes, you are to lead, but at the same time, there's an, there's an equal sense um, to the relationship. Like I, I learn a lot and you teach me and you help encourage me in a lot of ways when I'm struggling a lot and I will always do the same for you. So there's a sense of, again, the dependency within the independence. And a key takeaway, if there's anything from this this question, is ladies don't think you have to give up your independence for a man. And yeah. men don't think you need to take away a woman's independence in order to lead them because both can exist coherently in a way that respects one another, cares for one another, and most importantly, loves the Lord. So I'll leave us. Do you have any final, final comments on this question in general? It's a good question. Um, I feel like we hit it spot on. I think we did great. Um, the last thing I'll, I'll leave is it's a verse from first Corinthians 13. It's a pretty popular verse when we're talking about just relationships or love in general. And this is kind of, this is the way that I view caring for someone or loving someone is doing so in the way that Christ loves us and taking that love that he shows us and pouring it out, whether it be to a significant other or to friends or family, whatever it may be, this is of the utmost importance. And it says Philippians 4, 13, 4, or sorry, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 says, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endure, endures all things. So just from 1 Corinthians 4 through 7, it gives you, it paints a picture of the way that the love Lord, the, the Lord loves us. And within that, it's our job to pour that love back out onto others and for me to pour that love out to you and to show you how I care for you in that way. So that kind of wraps all three of those questions into one, if I could give a, a simple message, quote unquote here. But we are to be patient and kind and 
not be jealous or arrogant. And not to say that there's not going to be mistakes in those areas, of course, but because of the grace and the mercy that the Lord provides us, we can continue in prayer to ask for forgiveness, but do so in a way that we can continue to care for each other and do so in a way that honors the Lord while respecting one another. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening to episode four. Uh, this is real talk on relationships. This is not an easy topic by any means, and we, again, don't have all of the answers figured out. But I thank you for sticking with me thus far. I hope everyone has a great day slash evening and a blessed week. Peace. Thank you.